welcome to the Superhumanistic Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. Um, if you recall, we left off on the benefits of yoga. We went through the physical and the mental benefits of yoga. Um, today, we are going to be talking about fasting. Um, we just recently went through a 48-hour fast, or at least I <laughs> 32 did. 32 for me. <laughs> Um, so we'll talk about our experience with that, um, how it felt through each stage, what was maybe the hardest things for us, and uh, along with the benefits of fasting, and just ways to challenge yourself in general. So, why don't you tell us about your experience with fasting over the last couple of days? Yeah, um, so it's been a while since we've been fasting we used to fast like at least once a month so I think the first time was a lot harder we did that last in November um so November I was only able to make it barely to 24 hours this time at least I made it to 24 hours a little past um and it was getting harder towards the end I started to feel my body getting a little tingly and weak so I knew like that was the point that I needed to stop my fasting um but in general I felt great I had more energy um to start with uh the hunger wasn't there as much it was just like those like feeling weak and kind of my body just was telling me it was time to not fast anymore so only made it to 32. Well, I think that's a great point. You definitely need to listen to your body when it comes to fasting. And I think we'll emphasize that a few times throughout this podcast. Um, for me, I was able to complete 48 hours um, the way we, we used to do this more often. But we're basically working our way back up to try to reach a 72-hour goal. And that's one big recommendation is you should definitely start off slow. Start off with a 16-hour fast, work your way up to 24, 32 hours, and so on and so forth. So you feel, uh, your, your body feels good when you're kind of in the midst of a 48 to 72-hour fast. Um, for me, this time around, I felt great. Um, obviously, always hungry, <laughs> which is part of the fast and the way you're going to feel probably throughout the whole fast. But um, I didn't, you know, feel weak or anything like that. Um, I've experienced what, what Jessica's talking about where... Your hands get a little tingly and your body starts to get a little tingly um, and you kind of just feel like it's time to break it. Your body's telling you that you really need some energy and food in a different way. Um, but yeah, this time around I felt great all the way through, just super hungry. I felt like I could have kept pushing through closer to the 72 hours, but again, just wanting to build it up, pace ourselves a little bit. And uh, next month, our goal will be to hit 72 hours. So we'll let you know um, how that goes. Um, right now, uh, we'll have Jessica jump into the benefits of fasting and the different stages that you go through um, as you fast all the way up to 72 hours. Yeah, so some of the, like before we get into the benefits, like the cans and can'ts of fasting. So like you can drink water, of course, you can actually drink tea um they say black tea and then you can drink coffee but black coffee um, you also can um have water with lemon in it um, but then obviously the can'ts you can't drink you know coffee with the creamer um, even <laughs> yeah uh even like taking vitamins in the morning if you're taking the gummy vitamins you 
can't eat those because there is a little bit of calories in gluten in those gummy um, vitamins. I believe you can take just regular vitamins, but really you should just, if you're fasting, stick to just water, um, water, coffee, black coffee, and black tea. Um, anything you wanted to add for cans and cans for fasting? No, it sounds good. I think um, one thing that you can also add is an alkaline water mm-hmm. um, or a little bit of sodium to the yeah. water. Um, and that way your body's able to absorb uh, the fluids a little bit more and stay more hydrated. Yeah, good point. Thanks. Um, so then the stages of fasting. So we actually use um, like a, this fasting app. I think that for me, it helps me because I can see the different stages that my body is in and it gives me the motivation to continue on with the fast. Um, obviously, the app too will say to you know, make sure that you're watching how you're feeling and if you are starting to feel lightheaded or you're getting that sense, like that tingly sense or the sense that you're just very weak um, to know to end the fast at that time as well. Um, so from zero to two hours, your blood sugar is rising actually. So this is just right after your meal. You feel normal. You don't really feel hungry yet. Um, but the body is starting to break down the glycogen. Um, your blood sugar is rising. Your pancreas is releasing that insulin to help with breaking down the food that you just ate to make the energy for your body. Um, once you get to two hours to five hours after eating your last meal, your blood sugar then is starting to fall. So your blood sugar will decrease back to normal. Um, it doesn't continue to climb since your insulin is immediately delivered um, into your circulatory system. So pr- still feeling pretty normal at this time. Um, might be getting slight hunger, uh, but for the most part, you should feel normal. We also, to add, we start our fast after our dinner because we uh, recognize that after the first fast that we've ever done, that starting later in the day and having like the night to sleep does help us to be able to like maintain and continue on with the fast. We weren't feeling as hungry um, because we were sleeping for most of the start of the fast. Um, then between five hours to eight hours, your blood sugar is um, back to where it should be, so it's normal. And then you're of course going to be feeling hungry at this point your glycogen reserves begin to fall. You may even lose a little bit of your body fat. Um, Your body continues to digest the last food that you ate, and then you start to use some of that stored glucose. So this is when your body is starting to really get into that fat burning mode, um, which is actually by hour eight through 10, considered your fasting mode. Um, So by eight hours after your last meal, um, your liver has actually used up all of the like or glucose reserves, and then you're um, starting to burn that fat from previous meals as well. So it does help with weight loss. Uh, your body goes into this state called um, gluconeogenesis. Um, this is a metabolic pathway, so it's increasing your calorie burning um, at 8 to 10 hours after your last meal. Then once you get to the 10-hour mark, um, 
between 10 to 12 hours of fasting, you're in your fat burning mode. So you're gonna be more irritable. You'll start to notice that you are very hungry at this time, um, but it's actually a good thing. Your body um, can be hungry. I should be hungry, and that's how you know your body's actually working to burn the fat um, from other meals too. So your fat cells get released between 10 to 12 hours into your bloodstream and your liver. Um, it converts it into the energy, so you're kind of like cheating your body into thinking that it's eating, but it's really burning fat from previous meals that has been stored up in your body. Um, and then between 12 to 18 hours is the ketosis state. This is a metabolic state. Um, your liver converts fat into the ketone bodies and then you're in fat burning mode. Um, so ketosis is also produces fewer inflammatory byproducts. So you're getting that health benefit to your heart, to your metabolism, and also your brain. So your metabolism actually gets increased when you're fasting. Um, to burn the extra fat that you have to use up. Um, so and then that causes the inflammatory byproducts to like get out of you so you're not as like bloated and things like that. And I actually noticed, I think you said you noticed this too, that our stomachs are like way flatter than when we first were eating. So that was one of the benefits we were like, oh yeah, this is the anti-inflammatory. was a really good benefit for us. Um, and then we get to 18 to 24 hours. So this is, you're starving at this time, um, but your level of ketone bodies rise and uh, your body is learning how to better regulate your metabolism. So as you get older, your metal metabolism is slowing down, um, but with fasting, you're actually able to get your metabolism back to where it was when you were like a teenager. Um, so it's, this is also another benefit and also helps with the fat burning process. It's increasing your metabolism. Um, your metabolism is also learning to regulate better because it's in that stressful environment. So you're putting your body into the, a stressful environment, but it's helping your body to learn how to cope and manage those stressful situations. Um, and then 24 to 48 hours is the autophagy phase. Um, so literally meaning self-devouring, your cells are removing all of the unnecessary or dysfunctional components. Your cells are breaking down viruses, uh, bacteria, and damaged components. So you get energy to make new cell parts in this phase. This is significant for cells' health, renewal, and survival. So think of it as your body actually turning back the clock um, and you're creating younger cells. Um, that's after 24 hours of fasting. So once you reach that 24 hour mark and then beyond, your body continues to break down those cells and regenerate new cells. Um, and then between 48 to 56 hours of fasting, your growth hormone will go up. So I didn't make it to this stage. Um, David was able to make it to the 48 hour mark. Um, so he was able to experience a little bit of the benefit of the growth hormone um, increasing. This helps with lean muscle mass and improves your cardiovascular health as well. So the deeper you go into the fast, the more um, these benefits will continue uh, to 
perform and create in your in your body so the more growth hormones will be created and the more um, cells regenerating will continue on and then 56 hours to 72 hours that's when your body is getting sensitive to insulin so this is actually a really good thing if you are at risk for diabetes um, Lowering your insulin levels has both short and long-term benefits. So you're activating the autophagy and reducing in inflammation. And then past 72 hours, so if you are really going to push your body um, past the 72-hour mark, your immune cells are regenerating at that point. So your body is then reproducing and regenerating new immune cells. Um, at a very rapid pace. So this starts the immune system regeneration and cells start to self-renewal. Your immune system then becomes stronger and stronger. So going past that 72 hour mark, all of the previous benefits of um, the cells regenerating and renewing, uh, as well as the growth hormone increasing, um, continues and then after 72 hours is when your immune cells are then regenerating so a lot of different benefits always though make sure you're listening to your body um, because you want to make sure that you're doing this safely and then one of the um, shouldn'ts i won't say can't but shouldn't um, would be eating like a really large meal when you're breaking the fast uh, we did notice that after you break the fast, if you're going to um, eat a large meal because you're so hungry, it actually is bad for your body because it's like learning, relearning how to like digest everything. So you feel very bloated and sick the next day if you're going to eat a large meal. So stick to like nuts or a small soup, eggs, something light to break your fast as well. All right, great information. Um, yeah, I think definitely stay hydrated, drink lots of water, and um, as um, Jessica mentioned there, when you break the fast, try to do so with something that's um, high in protein but low in carbs, and again, keep it light, smoothie, sardine, something like that um, are good options. Um, and then see how your body feels, give it a couple hours, and continue on to eat from there. Um, so yeah, great, a lot of great health benefits, um, but maybe many of you are saying, well, what else? Um, what is another reason that I can do a fast for and find some meaning or purpose behind it other than those health benefits? And um, I like to just challenge myself and see how far I can push my body. Um, but I think this also ties in to something I learned about the other day called the Misogi Challenge. Um, this is a... Uh, very old challenge that has been done in Japan for a very long time. Um, miso means water and sogi means purification, um, typically in cold water. So what the Japanese do once a year is they essentially do cold water immersion, uh, stand under a waterfall during the winter months and let the cold water rinse down their body. And basically what this is teaching you to do is to kind of grow your willpower by doing something that's really hard and really difficult and you're kind of pushing yourself into that challenge nobody else is and you're choosing to do it um so when you do something you know very hard like that um you kind of get out of your comfort zone and you expand your limits um you know you push yourself um, to try something that's very difficult for you to do and you also build your 
um, you you build your resiliency, um, and, and again, you're kind of growing that willpower throughout this. Um, so yeah, the original misogi is related to cold water, but you can kind of attach that to other things as well, and I believe they do so as well in terms of a fast. So a uh, fast, um, for many of those out there, is something that can make you kind of uh, feel a little anxious. I know I get a little bit anxious and start getting a little bit fearful when we are planning to start a fast. Um, but I think that's the great thing is to not listen to that little voice in your head that's telling you to stop and stay in your comfort zone. And you're going to want to kind of push past that fear and that anxiousness and really challenge yourself to do something that's difficult. And that kind of scares you a little bit. Um, and I think that when you continue to practice that, um, you're going to overcome that voice inside your head and kind of be more in control. Um, and you're going to become unstoppable and it's going to be hard to phase you. And I think that's going to help out in other aspects of your life as well. Um, so yeah, I think you can kind of think of doing a fast, um, as a mental, physical, and spiritual practice, um, that purifies you. Um, so I think if you can attach uh, some other meaning to why you're doing a fast and um, use it to build your willpower um, and build some resilience, um, I think that's a great thing as well to really push yourself out, out of your comfort zone and really push those limits. Um, so yeah, find something that has a health benefit, but that also scares you like a fast um, and that makes you nervous and don't listen to that voice in your head, push past it. Try the fast, but don't forget to listen to your body as well when it's time to come out of the fast. Um, and that will just, I think, um, help expand you in other aspects of your life, whether it's starting a business or mending a relationship or something like that. You'll have that willpower to kind of push through. So um, I think that's all the information we have. We encourage you to visit our YouTube channel, Superhumanistic. Um, should be an easy way to find it, but technically it's Superhumanistic 108. Um, if you'd like to find us on YouTube and also Superhumanistic on Instagram. So we look forward to giving more information about health and wellness next week in another episode. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.